Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. And this is Empress Imani. And Empress Elisa. And welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. This episode of Sacred Love Lessons is sponsored by SacredLoveShop.com. SacredLoveShop.com, where you can find tools for your spiritual and personal development. So you guys, today, uh, we want to talk to you about stay ready. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. So what brought about or what inspired this episode is the parable of the 10 virgins. And you guys know I always like to go to the magical book of the Bible. It has really good stories in there. Um, I grew up on that as a child. And so I often refer back to that. Um, So the parable of the 10 virgins is in uh, Matthew 25. And it talks about how you had 10 virgins and they was going to meet this bridegroom, right? Because they finna get hooked up. Now, just a side note, um, I'm not into poly, the poly lifestyle. If, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I, I'm Me personally, I'm not into that. What about you? No, I'm not into that either. I'm more of a one-on-one kind of person. Right, right. We like exclusivity over here. So, But if that's your thing, that's your thing. So obviously in this case, this was their thing, right? So you had 10 virgins and they were going to meet this guy, the bridegroom. And we're going to speak about it from a practical standpoint and not so much as the spiritual parts of it. Okay. For all you Christian scholars, we're not talking about that. Okay. So five of the virgins, they take their lamp and they pour oil into jars and take that with them. The other five, they just only take their lamp, right? So while they're out here, um, you know, the bridegroom, he he was running late. Um, They didn't anticipate, it was nighttime too, like, wow. They didn't anticipate being out there all night as long as they were, right? But needless to say, he was running late and that delayed the arrival. So everybody fell asleep right so they're all asleep then they hear this cry that their bridegroom has arrived and to you know to come for so all 10 get up they wake up they trim their wicks on their uh, lamps and they get ready to go meet the bridegroom so five that brought extra oil in their jars they are so ready so in position for this opportunity for this sacred moment and then the five that only brought their lamps, they were like, hey, um, you know, <laughs> can we get some of that all you got? Because we by running low over here. And so the other five, the other five, they didn't have uh, enough oil. So the five that had the oil, they were like, well, no, you need to kind of go get your own oil. It's at the store up the street. Now, see, let me tell you, let me give you a little sidebar. Wife goddess, Elisa, Empress Elisa. That would be her her reaction. I'm gonna need you to go down to the store, Semilem, Wawa, Marathon, Shell, Exxon. They got all the oil you need for sale. Me, on the other hand, y'all, I probably would have been trying to share my little oil with at least one other person, maybe. Yeah. Now two people not ready. Yeah. Right. Right. And so. So I have had to learn over the course of my life to keep my oil, right? 
and, and thank God for, for Empress Elisa because she really helps me with that. She strengthens me in that area for me to keep my own on because what would have happened and the five wives told the, uh, the foolish versions that they said, look, if we give you our oil, we won't have enough for us and you. You need to go get your own oil. So I looked at this story a little closer and I wanted to get a better understanding of all of the symbolism that was going on within um, this parable. So one thing I asked myself, okay, what is the oil and what does that represent? Now, the oil in this story represents the Holy Spirit. If you're talking about uh, a Christian perspective, it represented the higher self. If you're talking about, you know, a spiritual um, Mayat type perspective, um, it was talking about being the light. So the oil was the light, right? The power behind the light. The power behind the light. Exactly. Exactly. Say that again. The oil represents the power behind the light. Right. So the oil represented the power behind the light. And the lamp represented the life and the light itself. Yes. So those two in conjunction, the lamp and the oil represents the total package. Right. So then it said in the text, and you guys can go back and read the text. It's in Matthew uh, chapter 25. But it talked about once they got the call to get up, that they had to first trim their wicks in order for their lamps to even work. So then I, I looked that up and I was like, OK, what is that about? Because we don't have this type of technology today. And so I wanted to know more about that. So when you trim your wick, OK, so the wick is what brings the oil up from the reservoir so you have to keep that trimmed otherwise your light at the end of the wick will be dim and really smoky and that was based on some research that i you know i googled you can google it yourself to find out more and so i was like okay so what exactly does that mean that means that you need to pour into yourself you need to trim your wick wick every day you need to focus on your spiritual and your personal development every day. And that is trimming the wick. That is what trimming the wick. Because the light, I have the light, right? The light is inside of me. My wick and me trimming the wick, that's my personal development and my spiritual development. And self-care. All of that goes. You're the vessel, you know, and the self-care and the taking care of your business, making sure everything is in order on a daily basis, that's trimming your wig. Right, right. And then, of course, the power behind me as a spirit being is source, right? The creator, the universe, whatever name you want to give it, that is the source behind my power. So the life lessons that we um, gathered from this parable, from this lesson, one is that we're all facing some level of adversity because all 10 versions were out I, in my mind they were out in the middle of nowhere okay it was dark these were like medieval times we're talking about females in the middle of nowhere by themselves well together but you know without the, the protection of other dominant beings to protect them you know 
um, and they're just out there there could have been wild animals out there there could have been anything snakes anything out there right and then they were waiting all night to the point they got tired and they fell asleep so they were all facing the same adversity and what that spoke to me was that in this life no matter you know your position no matter where you come from you know who you are or or any of that you're gonna face adversity like we all put on our pants one leg at a time yeah and by facing adversity it's just sometimes you're facing things that are outside of your control they were not in control of whether the bridegroom would be there on time or whether he would be late but it was an adverse situation for them right right and then i was like okay well where did the sleep because you know they all got tired and just on the surface, the sleep to me represented, okay, we're tired. We've been out here all night waiting on this guy, and uh, we're tired. But sometimes sleep can represent the truth that we don't want to see about things. Um, sleep can represent, you know, like, you know how we say in modern culture, oh, you were sleeping on this particular um, artist because I really think people sleep on Rashawn Patterson and shout out to Rashawn Patterson if you hear this whenever you have a concert me and wife goddess Empress Lisa we coming okay we gonna travel we coming and so you know a lot of times people sleep on other op- other opportunities you know there's an opportunity right in front of you but for some reason maybe you're tired maybe you're distracted I don't know you sleep on that and you're unable to see yeah and sometimes you can take the sleep as twofold sometimes you need to rest but the thing with being rested is you have to be prepared before you take that rest too right and that and that leads us into our next lesson that we learned from this is that uh, the five foolish virgins they did not plan ahead and that was like what that's like going out to eat and uh, you know you taking your wallet yeah, it's like going out to eat. You take your wallet, but you leave all your cash and your credit cards at home. Yeah. You have your wallet, but you don't have the means to pay for that meal. Right. And that's what that's what happened to them. They took their lamb, and their lamb did have some oil, but what they did not anticipate, they did not have enough foresight to say, okay, in the event something happened, let me take this extra oil and then I'll be good. Just me off top, when I had seen the other five putting oil in their jars, I would have been like, babe, get our jars, baby. Get, get our jars. I already had my jars. <laughs> yeah. it up. Like, baby, you need to fill your jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because sometimes you might forget, you know. But then when you see people, you know, like if you go walking or whatever, you're going hiking, and you might forget your water bottle or something like that. But you see other people with theirs, and you be like, let me go back in the house and get my water bottle because I'm going to need that, you know. And so that's what that was about. They failed to plan ahead. They failed to see, you know, what was coming or at least have a contingency plan in the event, you know, something happens. So that tells us that, you know, today in modern day 2020, you should have a contingency plan. I know people say, oh, there's no plan B. We're not talking about moving, okay, off the plan. The plan for the versions, all of them, 
were to go and meet the bridegroom so it's always a plan a there was no plan b you know but it was in the event something happens i can sustain myself during this situation you just have to be prepared and plan for the unexpected you know you have a plan but as you know with plans there oftentimes is something unexpected happens and you need to be ready for that right we call those tower moments and um you know i always say we make plans and god laughs she laughs right at us i can only imagine what she says about me when i'm making all my little wonderful plans but i'm gonna continue to make them anyway and i'm going to have a contingency plan in the event you know there's a delay then i can have enough oil for my lamp you know as i trim my wick every day i can have enough oil for my lamp to move forward into the opportunity because what the bridegroom represented was he represented an opportunity now see those five foolish virgins they took that for granted they took it for granted they thought oh we gonna just leave and go down to the gas station and get some more oil i'm gonna tell you what i would have just held on I would have just held on. I would be like, babe, grab one of their arms. I would have just held on to one of the other girl's arms. Ain't no way I would have left. Ain't no way I would have left. I mean, who said, right? Who said you had to have a lit lamp in order to get through the door? Yeah, that wasn't said, but the opportunity, when it presents itself, you still need to be ready for it. You do need to be ready. But what I'm saying, right? If you find yourself in a situation where you be like, oh, man, I ain't playing for that, right? Because that happens, right? Let's be honest. That happens. I didn't see that coming, right? And you find yourself, you need to be able to think quick where you can make the quick pivot. Like the toilet tissue, the notebook uh, paper company started making toilet tissue. They were like, oh, no, we got toilet tissue right here, right? And so it was like, you need to be able to do that. And I think for me, in that moment, had I forgotten my jar of oil, I would have just been like, look, can I just hold on to the hem of your garment, right? And you be my guiding light through the door. Because it didn't say that they had to have the lamp to get in. They just had to be present. But they left. See, they left to go get more oil. So when dude came, right? only five was present and it was those five that went in and then when they came back from getting the oil they knocked on the door he was like girl please get the on out of here they couldn't get in yeah that happens oftentimes when you're unprepared you miss the opportunity well as far as uh you saying you're gonna ask to go in with someone else the buddhist precept about that is that i the person with the oil who's prepared is actually doing the other person, you, without the oil, a disservice if I allow you to come with me because I'm not allowing you to grow into your higher self. Okay, so we're going to scratch what I said before about me going in. So, so we're going to cancel that, cancel, cancel, cancel. If I show up unprepared, if I show up and I don't have enough oil to go in on my own merits, I'm going to have to go down to the Shell gas station, y'all, and get me some oil for myself so I can grow. And then I'm either going to come back and hope and pray that the opportunity is still available. And if it is not, then I'm going to learn the lesson 
and grow from this and move forward. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the moral to the story. Be prepared so you won't miss the opportunity. And don't take it for granted. Don't take the opportunity for granted. So be present, you guys, in your own life. And that's one of the, on our Oracle cards for Sacred Love Lessons, that's one of our lessons. Be present in your life. Show up. For yourself every day show up so you can show up not just for yourself but you can show up for others and you guys if you're interested in those oracle cards you can go over to sacredloveshop.com sacredloveshop.com and you can find them for sale on our website but that's one of our lessons show up uh, the final lesson that we learned from this text is that it reminds us to be the light to be the light wherever you go, to let your light shine. Yeah, let your light shine. Be prepared for anything that comes up and let your light shine. You are that vessel. You work on yourself every day. Trim your wick and let your light shine so you can be of service to others. Yes. And on that note, we're going to go. If you're interested in finding more spiritual tools, Tools for your spiritual and personal development. You can find them at sacredloveshop.com. If you have found this episode to be of value, please share it with your family, your friends, and on your social media. And until we speak again, be the light. Be the light.